Here's a Lotus Skin Anderson's podcast. It's the 17th of July, 2023. The time is 17.54, and it is Monday. Now, today the headline is, Are we denying our senses reality? Or is our senses um, telling us something that we deny as reality? Uh, you could talk about this for, for many hours. I can talk about this for many hours. Um, especially nowadays where a lot of people, I think, is denying reality or denying what their own eyes and ears and senses tell them. What I mean by that is, of course, when you all talk about this gender uh, garbage, then you are going to get under a category of denying what is reality uh, or base reality, so to speak. And of course, I could go on for, for many hours. I've done this for a lot of podcasts, so there's no need for me to uh, talk about this because, uh, as you will probably tell or know, there's a lot of podcasts out there who actually take these uh, topics up and discuss them. And of course, when we start going to the basic of us humans, who are we as humans, what makes us humans, and what makes the best result as humans, That's, that should be the main cause or the main reason that we are alive, to find out what makes the best result for us humans. Is it a lot of money? Is it a lot of power? Is it um, taking on life full on without or disregard of every other human on the planet? Or is it that we think very carefully about um, how we act as humans, how we interact with humans, and how we talk to humans? Basically, what comes out of our mouth is very important because we can uplift humans with our voice, but we can certainly also degrade them and diminish them. And of course, this is main, the main reason why I make this podcast is so that I can make a contrast between good and evil, between bad and good, between bad human emotions and feelings and good human emotion and feelings, and how we can uh, not get rid of them, the bad ones, but at least make sure that our speech is of that quality that makes it more probable uh, for us to have a good result when we interact with other humans. So, so what is the truth, you might ask? What is... Uh, the basic of us human beings. Well, of course, I will always argue that the Bible is what uh, binds us together. It is the first collection of uh, 66 books that brought people in unison with each other. Yes, of course, there's a lot of uh, diversity also. There's a lot of division when you call yourself a Christian, because then you have seven or eight hundred different groups of Christians, different roots of Christianity. And uh, every one of that uh, 
uh, a group is calling themselves the ruler of the truth or the guardian of the truth, of course, they know the truth, and all the rest of the Christians are misguided, of course. So what I mean by when I mean that this book has, has um, brought us together, not divided us, I mean that we have some basic human um, emotional feeling inside of ourselves uh, that makes us want to search for the good in ourselves and other humans. Of course, we can uh, decide for ourselves what we put through our eyes and ears, and when it is pure garbage that we fill our mind with, all the negative human emotions and feelings, all the violent video games and violent movies, uh, all that who degrade us as humans, when we start filling us up with this, well, it shouldn't be any surprise that we actually become what we <laughs> dislike or what we do not want uh, to be. Then we come further and further away from our uh, basis as human beings. And then we have an inner conflict with uh, ourselves and also with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, because he has a standard set out for us. And this standard, when we try to live up to it, when we try as good as we can to be upright human beings, be of a high moral standard, be of a person you can trust, uh, be a person that you know has integrity and stands firmly for what that person believes and also is on the side of the truth. And what is the truth? Well, the truth is what has happened in this world, in this reality, uh, regardless of difference of opinions. What I mean by that is, say there has been an incident and there are different witnesses to this incident. And when you interview them, they have a different story of the event. Now you could say that the individuals have a viewpoint that is the truth for them, that they believe this is what happened. But let's say that there was a, a camera uh, filming the event. Now, we know as human beings, uh, deep down on a fundamental level, that the camera, uh, if it has not been tankered with, of course, if there's not been any AI involved in it, that uh, the videos that we are being shown is the truth of the event. And now we can uh, take that data and look at it, but also look at the witnesses uh, to this event and see where it coexists or where there are some differences. And then we can actually have a much stronger uh, feeling of this event. Uh, we know that this is the truth about this event. It, it could be any event, of course. So, so now we have, as humans, foundation of the truth. But there has been happening a lot of things on this planet for many, many thousands of years. 
So if I ask you, well, could you tell me what happened 200 years ago in Paris on this date, on this time, looking out of this window, for example? <laughs> no one could, of course. Yes, you could be lucky that there was a person standing and looking outside this window and writing it down in his or her diary. And then you can, if you trust this person's diary, think that this was what happened through the eyes of that person. But you have no way of verifying it. Yes, of course, if, if for example, it was a big fire in the city and a lot of people talked about this fire and wrote it down and 200 years later you can gather information and see, yes, there are 200 persons who talk about this fire, then it is very likely that this fire actually happened and that there's no 200 person that coexist to make up a lie, for example. So, so multiple witnesses is to be accounted for when we want to get to the truth, of course. And when we come to the Bible, well, many people will say, well, it happened many, many thousands of years ago. And, and of course, how can we verify it? Well, archaeology can verify something, uh, maybe a name or something like that. And... Um, Other accounts can also verify it. Uh, we have texts that goes thousands of thousands of years back, but it is basically a fraction of... There's no eyewitnesses, so to speak, only the ones who have been written down. And this comes to um, a belief system. Now we have to put our belief system in, we cannot merely trust our senses. Yes, we can trust our senses, but we, do not, we did not have the possibility to go back in time and see for ourselves and hear for ourselves what really happened. So now we have to trust persons in the past who claim that they have written uh, the truth down so that we, as human beings later on, could have um, have trust in it. So, how can we trust the Bible? Well, of course, when we talk about the 66 books of the Bible and the 3,500 years or so it has been written from start to finish, uh, we come to realize that there is a, a blue thread that goes through the Bible, uh, or red thread, um, that talks about uh, Jehovah God. But, but the problem becomes when you look at all the different kinds of Bible translations, you can see that instead of Yahweh or Jehovah, uh, it has been erased and placed with the word, um, <laughs> another word, of course. Uh, so in, 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 uh, in, in Lord instead, Uh, with big capital letters. But the problem is, when when you read the Bible and you read, uh, instead of Jehovah, you read Lord, then it becomes difficult to interpret the Bible in a correct way when you, in the New Testament, read uh, also Lord. So, so how can we trust the Bible when the main character of the Bible, the creator of the universe, His name has been erased from the Bible. 
for many or many Bibles. Well, we have to, when we read the Bible, see that if there is anything that coexists or any mindset that coexists with these uh, writers of the Bible, can we conclude that they have the same source in mind? And I think that we can, because when we read the Bible from first page to the last page, we can see that it all comes to one thing, the worshiping of Jehovah God. And what does he want us to do as humans? How does he want us to interact with other humans? And especially, is there anything in the Bible that indicates that we can actually not deny our senses, but actually trust our senses, trust what we read, because when we read something, we put emotions in it, and these emotions can make us think that this is the truth, or this is simply just a lie, or part of it is the truth, and part of it is a lie. So we interpret the Bible in such a way that we either think that it is the divine word of God, or is it not, or is not. Um, so the question is, how can I, as humans, uh, human beings with my senses that is not of the best ones, we can see, touch, feel, and smell, and the rest of it, but we really cannot, uh, with our minds, go back in time. We can have a fantasy about it, but when we have a fantasy about it, we can pluck for ourselves uh, what we think is reality. But the problem becomes when we do not have a lot of witnesses, um, then the story becomes muddy and then it comes down to faith. Do we really trust what we read? Or is it simply just uh, a Harry Potter book that we uh, simply just read for entertainment purposes? Now, the Bible is not made for entertainment purposes. It is made, I believe, to tell us the truth about reality. Um, and what I can conclude, this is my interpretation of it, is that um, we human beings, we come from, uh, everyone comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. Uh, that means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see that as a pretty intelligent mate. Therefore, I know that there is an intelligent creator behind it all. Uh, and when we look at science today, they can explain to us that there is evidence that we are living in a simulation or in an artificial intelligent simulation or something like that. That is what they try to explain it as. But the Bible clearly states that we human beings, we can interact with this reality, with our senses, but we can also interact with the invisible senses or invisible force in the universe. Now, the problem is that uh, the angels of Jehovah God has also a free will as we have. And some of them have chosen to go 
a different path than the one that directed by Jehovah God. So they have become demons. They have actually said that we want to get rid of everything that has to do with Jehovah God and anything that has to do with Satan and his uh, Satan. And and Satan or the deceiver uh, wants human beings to be deceived. He wants them to be lied to. He wants them to be deceived in such a way that their actions, the way they interact with each other, the, the, how they talk, um, their human emotions, is in, in such a character that Jehovah God does not want to have anything to do with them. Because if humans do not want to change their personality to become a better human being, a more loving, caring and kind human being, then the problem becomes then Jehovah God does not want to have anything to do with us. So we can actually become enemies of Jehovah God, and the Bible also clearly states that that when human beings become enemies of Jehovah God, uh, the problem is that uh, then there's no turning back, so to speak. Yes, there is possibility for forgiveness, but only if a person turns away from his wicked ways, from his evil ways, or her evil ways. So we have to determine what is good and evil and what is um, bad and uh, or good and Uh, and decent and bad and evil. We have to separate the two and we have to, as humans, say no to anything that has to do with the bad negative human emotions that comes from Satan and his demons deceiving us and only try to uplift ourselves in such a way that our personalities, the way we truly are as human beings, is of the utmost high standard. And it is a standard that Jehovah God puts forward in his word, the Bible. There's no other way through uh, the Jehovah God. So we have to realize that it is extremely important that we read in the Bible every day because that is the way we interact with Jehovah God. That is the way he interacts with us. So we have the possibility of everlasting life, love and kindness on this planet. But we have to take into consideration that we also can be deceived. We can also be led astray, so to speak. I talked about it earlier. There's a lot of uh, Christian faith religions around the world. And there's a few that uses God's name. So, if you do not use God's name, how can you get to know him? If you do not use God's name in your prayer, uh, how can you uh, expect him to get closer to you? So, you have to use God's name, and that is Jehovah God. And also, you have to recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all uh, through Jesus Christ. So, when we pray, and when I pray, Uh, I close my prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so I recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, that Jehovah God has resurrected uh, Jesus Christ from the dead and he is now king in the heavenly realm. He is king in uh, Jehovah God's kingdom. And this kingdom is going to eventually bring 
world peace, peace to the earth. I'm not saying it's going to happen today or tomorrow, but I'm saying it's going to happen eventually. But he, Jehovah God, wants every person to turn away from his wicked ways or her wicked ways. And I could, as I have been explaining many times, make a list for you. Don't do this and make an entire list of these, these back negative emotions and feelings and actions that you could take as humans that if you shun them and, and take distance from them, then you are going to have a closer relationship with Jehovah God, of course you are. So I have done this for many years for many, many thousands of podcasts, so I'm not going to do that today. I'm trying as good as I can to evolve myself into um, not only a better human being, but also a human being that does not talk about the same thing over and over again. It is difficult, of course, but I hope my podcast is uh, not only helping you out there uh, to realize that the reality that we are being put forward to us through the television, through the... Uh, the image of the beast from the revelation is not the truth. It, it cannot be the truth because it is not something that Jehovah God has approved of. So when we interact with the television, we are actually interacting with the opponent of Jehovah God. And that is why we have to be very careful, be where we are aware of what we put through our eyes and ears, because every other person does the same thing on this planet. They also look at the screen and take in uh, their emotions, their feelings, and also their belief system. And what is their belief system? It is in contrast to the belief system of Jehovah God, because he believes that we human beings can grow in such a way that we become humans that he can uh, love and take care of and show compassion and kindness towards. But we need to show these emotions too. We also need to take distance from the bad negative human emotions that we human beings have a tendency to put forward to uh, as entertainment. As I've been explaining earlier, violent video games, violent movies, and movies who portray people's bad and negative emotions as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. The social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of that crap. And also, anything that makes us human uh, dehumanized. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you look at a lot of the entertainment today, you can see that it has something to do with degrading us as human beings, talking badly about other human beings, talking down to them, um, using a foul language uh, towards them, uh, basically trying as good as a person can to, um, to make another person feel uh, less of a human being. And you see it a lot. You have, and I have, actually become, I would say, immune to it. It's like basic, like, yeah, whatever. So we have actually basically hardened our hearts in such a way that Jehovah God can see this and see it as an act of um, 
of not obeying him. So we have to be very careful about what we put through our eyes and ears and what we allow to put through our eyes and ears. Also, uh, who are our friends? close family members can also deceive us, can also be part of uh, this person around the world that does not want to change their personality in such a way that pleases Jehovah God. So we have to be extremely careful about who we have as close friends, who we interact with, and especially the ones we look up to or look for guidance towards because it should be of the highest moral standards. If you look at the world today, well, a lot of people does not really care about deceiving others. They do not really care about their moral standard. They do not have any moral standard. Uh, It is okay to deceive the government. It is okay uh, to uh, deceive your fellow human beings. It is okay to have a sense or feeling of, I want more uh, money, so I disregard my consciousness in such a way that it is. I actually tell myself it's okay to deceive other human beings when it's, of course, not according to Jehovah God and the word of the Bible. Jehovah God clearly states in his word that he hates anyone who have uh, deceptive scales and deceptive weights. Uh, deceiving other human beings is detestable to Jehovah God. So we have to be aware of, if we want to please Jehovah God, be close and dear friend to him, we have to, as good as we can, to push this narrative away that it's okay to deceive others, to deceive uh, our boss or anyone who we interact with as human beings, even our own government. I, of course, I know the government is not really in there for our uh, sake, of course. It's only there for the secret society's sake and eventually also, in the end, Satan and his demons. Uh, but society is, as a whole, put together in such a way that it, it moves best when people have a good high moral standard that they do not want to deceive each other. Once that mindset comes in through the television, through the entertainment system, uh, then people become deceptive. And then we have, as human beings, obligated ourselves to say no to other human beings, their opinions, because it has been infected by, uh, in the end, Satan and his demons, the entertainment systems around the world. So, how we entertain ourselves is up to ourselves. We decide what we put through our eyes and ears, but importantly, it has to be of the high moral standard if we want to please Jehovah God. So, let's try to please Jehovah God. Um, there is um, a small letter in the Bible. If you can hear something in the background, it's because it's raining because I'm on my summer holiday, and of course, it's going to rain in Denmark when we have our summer holiday. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
the second of John. And I read it out loud because it's not a long letter. It says here, The older man to the chosen lady and to her children, whom I truly love, and not only I, but also all those who have come to know the truth, because of the truth that remains in us and will be with us forever. There will be with us. There will be with us undeserved kindness, mercy and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, with truth and love. I rejoice very much because I have found some of your children walking in the truth, just as we received commandments from the Father. So now I request you, lady, that we love one another. I am writing you not a new commandment, but one that we have had from the beginning. And this is what love means, that we go on walking according to his commandments. This is the commandments, just as you have heard from the beginning, that you should go on walking in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those not acknowledging Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, This is the deceiver and antichrist. Look out for yourselves, so that you do not lose the thing we have worked to produce, but that you may obtain a full reward. Everyone who pushes ahead and does not remain in the teaching of the Christ does not have God. The one who does remain in this teaching is the one who has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your homes or say a greeting to him. For the one who says a greeting to him is a sharer in his wicked ways, in his wicked work. Although I have many things to write to you, I do not want to do so with paper and ink, but I am hoping to come to you and to speak with you face to face so that your joy may be in full measure. The children of your sister, the chosen one, sends you their greetings. So this very short letter explains a lot, as uh, us human beings ought to know. One, of course, is that we need to acknowledge the Son of Jehovah God, Jesus Christ. We need to acknowledge that he has come in the flesh, that he has been here as humans, uh, as human. That is the number one thing. If we do not do that, and if we have persons in our life that does not have this belief system, it basically says here, we should not receive that person in our home. We should not even greet that person. So, very importantly, that we take these warnings into consideration when we try as good as we can to interact with uh, the Bible when we try as good as we can to get the truth out of the Bible, we need to also not sugarcoat it, so to speak. Because a lot of people I've heard that is, are Christians uh, try to sugarcoat a lot of this in saying, ah, but it's not, it, does not only, it means only the ones who have tried to walk the path of Christ and does not do it anymore. Uh, it, it does not mean persons who have not known the Bible You see that in that way you are teaching something that is not true. So what you read with your ears, no, sorry, what you read with your eyes, and it 
goes through your mind, you have to, once you start developing your common sense, you have to really say to yourself, this is the truth, and nothing is going to rock it or shake it uh, any in any way. So if you do not do that, then it becomes um, very difficult for you and I to live by the Bible if we do not take the Bible's uh, sayings seriously. If we just skip about and we, for many people, take, well, I think that this is okay, but this is ah, not so, well, I, it's not for me this one, uh, I only take this one. Uh, so you, you try and pick and choose the Bible, and that is not good, because you can pick and choose so much so that you actually choose <laughs> not to be friends with Jehovah God. So the Bible clearly explains the personality of Jehovah God and also the personality that he wants in a human being, the belief system that he wants in a human being. And I hope that uh, my podcast has explained it in such a way that you and I can come together in such a way that our belief system is as close to each other as humanly possible. I know it is very difficult, of course, because uh, I read it a certain way and you read it a certain way. I interpret it a certain way and you interpret it a certain way, of course. So, of course, we cannot simply just say that uh, I have the truth and I know the truth and this is the way uh, for you out there. No, uh, it does not work that way. I have to say to myself, this is the truth for me and I have to live as close to the Bible as I can humanly possible and you can do the same or you can do it <laughs> another way. But I would highly suggest that you at least give it a shot. Uh, try as good as you can to read the Bible in such a way that you get a mindset going that can help you in such a way that you unfortunately are going to uh, weave out all the bad company that you might have, bad friends that you might have. Because let's face it, there's not a lot of people who truly do what I do, <laughs> truly read the Bible in such a way that I try as good as I can to not only understand it, but also get it into my personality in such a way that when I am confronted with something that deviates from the personality that Jehovah God wants us to have as humans, that I say no to it, that I push it away. I do not want to have anything to do with it. Um, because we human beings, we like to interact with each other. We like to become happy, uh, content human beings with each other. So when our belief system is not coexisting, then we can have a clash in, instead because my belief system is much more important than your belief system. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that the Bible clearly states that we have to 
acknowledge Jesus Christ as have come in the flesh. That is number one. That is the foundation of the entire Christian faith. And without it, really, we we put ourselves in the shoes of a person who actually have to be uh, shone away. So we have to extremely be extremely careful um, how we interpret the Bible, but also um, who we let into our lives. Because a lot of people does not care about uh, deceiving other human beings. Uh, they have a personality deep down inside themselves that they do not reveal to the outside world. And then they have a persona. Then they have a basically a personality that they put on. But deep down inside, they can be deceptive. They can have a mindset of, I'm going to do that or this to this person to deceive that person in such a way that it benefits me. And that is not a person that I would suggest you have in your life because that is a person that has gone down the wrong path and is not going to benefit you as human beings. On the contrary, you can actually get burned very seriously if you interact with such a person. So be aware of your surroundings, be aware of what you put through your eyes and ears, and especially be aware on how you interpret the Bible. The last, Bible, the last book before the Revelation is also extremely important, and I also think that it is good for us humans to read it out loud. It is not a long letter. It's from the letter of Jude, and I read it out loud now. Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ, but a brother of James, to the called ones, who are loved by God, the Father, and preserved for Jesus Christ. May mercy and peace and love be increased to you. Beloved ones, although I was making every effort to write you about the salvation we hold in command, I found it necessary to write you to urge you to put up a hard fight for the faith that what wo- that was once for all times delivered to the holy ones, by reason is that certain men have slipped in among us, or among you, who were long ago appointed to this judgment by the Scriptures. They are ungodly men who turned the undeserved kindness of our God into an excuse for brazen conduct, and who prove false to our only owner and Lord Jesus Christ. Although you are fully aware of all of this, I want you to remind you that Jehovah, having saved a people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed those not showing faith, and the angels who did not keep their original position but forsook their own proper dwelling place, he has reserved with eternal bonds in dense darkness for the judgment of the great day. In the same manner, Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them also gave themselves over to gross sexual immorality and pursued unnatural fleshy desires. They are placed before us as a warning example by undergoing the judicial punishment of everlasting fire. Despite this, these men too are indulging in dreams, defiling the flesh, 
despising authority and speaking abusively of a glorious ones. But when Michael, the archangel, had a difference with the devil and was disputing about Moses' body, he did not dare to bring a judgment against him in abusive terms, but said, May Jehovah rebuke you. But these men are speaking abusively about all the things they really do not understand, and in all the things that they do understand by instinct, like unreasoning animals, they go on corrupting themselves. Too bad for them, for they have followed the path of Cain, and have rushed into the Eros course of Balium for reward, and they have perished in the rebellious talk of Korah. These are the rocks hidden below water at your love fest or love feast, while they feast with you, shepherds who feed themselves without fear, waterless clouds carried here and there by the wind, fruitless trees in late autumn, having died twice and having been uprooted, wild waves of the sea that cast up the foam of their own shame, stars with no set course, for which the blackest darkness stands reserved forever. Yes, the seventh one in the line from Adam Enoch also prophesied about them when he said, Look, Jehovah came with his holy myriads to execute judgment against all and to convict all the ungodly concerning all their ungodly deeds that they did in an ungodly way, and concerning all the shocking things that ungodly sinners spoke against him. These men are murmurers, complainers about their lot in life, following their own desires, and their mouth make gracious boosts while they are flattering others for their own benefit. As for you, beloved ones, call to mind the sayings that have been previously spoken by the Apostle or Lord Jesus Christ, how they used to say to you, in the last time there will be ridiculers, followers of their own desires for ungodly things. These are the ones who cause division, animalistic men not having spirituality. But you, beloved ones, build yourself up on your most holy faith and pray with Holy Spirit in order to keep yourself in God's love while you await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ with everlasting life in view. Also continue showing mercy to some who have doubt, save them by snatching them out of the fire, but continue showing mercy to others doing so with fear while you hate even the garment that has been stained by the flesh. Now to the one who is able to guard you from stumbling and to make you stand unblemished in the sight of his glory with great joy, to the only God our Saviour, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majestic might and authority for all past eternity and now and into all eternity. Amen. So you can clearly hear here that there are some people that we have to stay clear of. There are some people that can come into our life as deceivers, as persons who does not have the best interest at heart for us or for our relationship with Jehovah God. And these persons we have to shun, of course. We have to stay clear of. In order for us to have a close and dear relationship with Jehovah God, we have to have an understanding of the danger that we are in. 
that we are under pressure from the dying world, Satan and his demons world, in such a way that we constantly are being tested in this world how our hearts and minds are towards Jehovah God. And eventually, this is going to bring us in uh, to a close or closer relationship with Jehovah God in such a way that when we die, because we all die and we all get a resurrection either way, if you are a believer or non-believer, you all get a resurrection. But the question is, where are we placed in this resurrection? Are we placed closer and closer to Jehovah God and Jesus Christ and his holy ones, or are we <laughs> further or further away from him when we die and get a resurrection? So, when we die and get a resurrection, uh, you do not have to really fear death. We have to have fear of Jehovah God instead. And the fear of Jehovah God should move us in such a way that we want to have him to uh, have joy over us. To see a person on earth like Noah or like Job or like Jesus Christ uh, that were upright human beings that believed in Jehovah God in such a way that they showed him that they loved him in their actions. Not only in their personalities, not only the way they interacted with other human beings, but also in their actions, that they were upright human beings. They were not deceivers. They were people of an up high standard moral ground that could, in fact, um, be regarded as the ones that we need to put our thumb on or the ones we need to look at in order for us to shape our personality in such a way that pleases Jehovah God, we have to look at human beings that we know in the past has pleased Jehovah God in such a way that they had a good relationship with Jehovah God. So when we read the Bible, we have to ask ourselves, what does these human beings that previously worshipped Jehovah God have in common with me as a human being, if any? And if we see that there are some differences, we have as human beings an obligation to come into tune with their personality so that we know that we as human beings uh, can get an even closer and dearer relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So my rant here, of course, you have to excuse me because I can rant on forever. But uh, and I have um, many times difficulty explaining my viewpoint in such a way uh, that it is understandable for us, uh, for humans out there to hear, to hear it and understand it. Um, but what I can say is, uh, reading the Bible every day closing your eyes, praying to Jehovah God, and closing your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ is going to benefit you and also going to benefit me in such a way that I'm going to guarantee you uh, positive results in your life. So this is what I can give you. I can try to give you uh, uh, spiritual guidance, but I can also try to give myself spiritual guidance because I, as human beings, know 
I as human being know that I can also be deceived. I can also be pulled away in the wrong direction. So, closing here, I have to say that perhaps I have also been deceived. Perhaps I have also been led astray. Perhaps there is also something in my life that I have to look very closely at and ask myself, is this something that I need to change my viewpoint on uh, in such a way that I please Jehovah God? Because when we pray to Jehovah God, we can actually ask him if this is pleasing you or if it is, is displeasing or, uh, pleasing you. And he will give an answer to us. He will guide us in such a way that we as human beings are going to come closer and closer to Jehovah God through Jesus Christ, the resurrected one. So, I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 17th of July, 2023. The time is 1843 and it is Monday. Bye.